San Franciscans recall the three school board directors in landslide, with Asian parents running in the front line. Department of Defense bought billions of dollars of COVID test boxes from a Chinese company. How has CCP's move into the U.S. biopharm and uh, genomics domain? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wei and Kathy Show. I'm your host, Wei Fang. And I'm Kathy Zhang. All right, so the first piece of news has to do with the, the San Francisco recall, which has been pretty much rocking the whole nation. And this is San Francisco where we are in. Right. And Kathy and I, we went to vote yesterday, right? No, the day before? Yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday was the vote. Voting yeah, day. the election day. So, so, and you think it's Kathy and... Uh, and the ways vote that uh, caused that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, like no matter so, but yeah, but uh, no matter what, uh, the preliminary uh, re the recall election result has uh, come out. So, if you are not familiar with the situation, uh, just a little bit background: the California, uh, the San Francisco voters has uh, successfully put on a recall of uh, three school board members on this uh, special election, which was held yesterday, February 15th, uh, to recall uh, three school board members, including the president of the board. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's see the preliminary result from uh, the state, uh, the San Francisco Department of Election. So overwhelmingly, the voters uh, just want to remove these three. So as of this afternoon, nearly 75% of voters support the recall of uh, the San Francisco School Board President, Gabriela Lopez. More than 72% supported the recall of a Board Vice President, um, Fagar Moliga. And almost 79% support the recall of a Board Member, Allison Collins. Mm -hmm. So actually, altogether, there are seven commissioners in the school board. Those are those are the three that they can pick to that qualify to be recalled. Yeah, the other four uh, was not on the list because that actually is not that the voters do not want to recall some of them. It was because they are too new to be recalled. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So anyway, the message is loud and clear and unambiguous. And uh, they'll be gone. So what's the result of that? The mayor will be appointing three new board directors uh, to the school board. And um, so within 10 days, they will be gone and the new people will be, um, will be swearing in. So in why actually this election attracted a national, nationwide attention? Mm -hmm. And what's the implication of this uh, recall? So this is what the, some of the insights would like to share with you. Right, yeah. Because in San Francisco, this is, uh, it's the deep, deep blue city and county, right? You, mm -hmm. Everybody would agree. But uh, actually, this recall election transcends the party line because in San Francisco, mostly are liberals. Um, and uh, just, uh, you know, it's ambiguously that uh, more than the Republicans or conservative voters wanted them to be removed. And uh, these three board members are pretty uh, left-leaning. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, just to give some example, especially the 
San Francisco parents and voters uh, why they wanted to recall them because majorly because of their far leftist uh, ideology and agenda. Uh, for example, you know, largely people want them out because of um, mainly for three reasons. One is um, the voters feel that uh, the board failed to come up with a reopening school plan, even as numerous other schools across the United States have opened. And uh, San, Francisco United, uh, San Francisco School Board uh, only reopened uh, elementary last April and did not return to full-time in-person learning for all K-12 until fall of 2021, last year. And even the uh, Democratic-led city government of uh, San Francisco had enough with the board so that it filed a lawsuit against both the Unified School District and its board in February 2021 for failing to come up with a reopening plan, even you know, as uh, numerous other schools across the United States have reopened. And uh, also due to its um, lacking of the reopening plan, it just kept dropping students so that uh, it had a budget hole of uh, about uh, $125 million. Mm -hmm. And uh, the second reason is the, the social justice issue at the expense of the education. So the school board focused on the leftist uh, politics rather than the education. In 2019, the board voted to cover a, a, mural, uh, a mural depicting slavery and the Native Americans at the George Washington High School. Yeah, it was quite a, quite a bit of news locally here. And uh, that move would cost tax, taxpayers between 600000 to $1 million to remove that uh, mural. And the San Francisco Superior Court judge overturned the school board's decision last year, saying that you don't do that, so the mural will stay after. In January 2021, the board voted to rename 44 schools, including like uh, Abraham Lincoln and uh, George Washington High School. They want to remove Lincoln and Washington uh, with some other names, okay? And so instead of focusing on reopening schools, and uh, parents are really, really mad, okay? And also this uh, renaming thing also faced a trigger the nationwide backlash and uh, become a renaming controversy. So finally, the school, school board voted to reverse its school renaming plan in April of the last year. Yeah, even the people who generally kind of support the renaming movement, uh, you know, one of the people I interviewed saying, these board members, they don't even know about the accurate, like uh, some accurate facts of those uh, history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And wanted to rename all these uh, 44 school names. Mm -hmm. So even the liberal people just uh, are not are really fed up by, by it. And the number three major reason that uh, people want them to um, be removed from job is because they feel that the board members are open race bias, especially against the, the Asian community. In the fall of 2020, the school board voted to eliminate the academic performance-based admission process to Lower High School, which is one of the best high school in the city and even in the West Coast. It's very well known actually nationwide. So in fact, Lower High School's admission process wasn't even 100% merit-based. 
because of a lawsuit back in the 1980s. It's uh, between San Francisco NAACP versus uh, the SF uh, United uh, uh, Unified School District lawsuit. Uh, in 1980, there was a consent decree settlement to put a limit to the percentage of students from a particular ethnic groups that can enroll at this school. So this cap means that uh, to get into lower high, Chinese American students have to score much higher than any other ethnic groups because they represented a so-called dispropor uh, disproportionate share of students. So in fact, non-white students make up 75% of Loa's uh, student body, but the board president uh, Lopez claimed grades and the test scores were biased towards white and Asians so that uh, she can justify the canceling of the academic-based uh, admission completely. And the other board member who is also recalled, Collins, he, she tweeted that uh, merit is inherently racist, construct, designed, and... It's a racist construct. Yeah, it's a racist designed. construct designed and uh, centered on white supremacist framing. So later on, people uncovered that she actually made some pretty uh, racially charged tweets from uh, 2016, where she claimed, blamed Asian Americans for using white supremacist thinking to assimilate and get ahead. Wow. Yeah. So, so wow, we use white supremacist thinking. I have to try very, very hard to understand what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, besides the color, you know, they, they initially say it's the, the, it's the color of the skin, but then for Asians, uh, they, they say you, we, we use the, I don't know, yeah, how to understand it. But in any case, so this recall really had an implication on this aspect is that the parents' power can really you know, they, the parents really showed their dissatisfaction with their children's uh, publication, and they really have the power, uh, which also signal, signals that the voter frustration on this key issue is just um, so hot and extended beyond Republicans and the conservatives. Yeah. And Asian American led, actually led this uh, recall campaign, the recall unlike many others in the city appear to be um, galvanized Asian voters, okay? Naturally, because Asian people really care about the education. The recall campaign is a grassroots movement led by Asian Americans. Many of them are lifelong liberals, including some first-generation immigra uh, immigrants who had never been politically active until last year. So one of the recall organizers is an immigrant from Indian, a data scientist and a founder and a CEO of a tech company, Siva Rough, rush, rush, and we interviewed you. Interviewed yeah, him. I actually interviewed uh, his wife, Autumn, mm -hmm. if you remember, uh, yeah. just uh, maybe a, a week ago. Right. So mm -hmm. both of them in the tech area, they moved to San Francisco uh, in 2020 and uh, have two of the five children enrolled in the San Francisco Unified School District. 
since that time. But uh, they had a comparison between the other three children because Autumn had a shared custody. Mm -hmm. So the other three enrolled in a, a Los Altos school district, mm -hmm. which opened the school much earlier. Mm -hmm. So they just uh, saw the difference, saw, you know, really uh, this, uh, the children are lagging behind because of uh, the distant learning. So they initiated this uh, recall effort. And also one of the, uh, they call him the super volunteer, Kim, a uh, kid, Kit Lam, who is an immigrant from Hong Kong, his father of two children in the school district. He had worked for Kim, Kit, worked for the school district for 12 years as a fraud investigator. So he personally saw his 10th grader son stopped being outgoing and struggle academically and emotionally during the school closure. And his own position at the school district also enabled him to see how much other schools in the district have fallen behind. So he decided to do something to save the kid's life. Lam joined the recall campaign from the start when there's just no money and only volunteers like him. So single-handedly, he collected thousands of signatures and also made an effort to communicate to Chinese audience um, during the signature collection phase. So, you know, with the immigrants' perseverance and the work ethics, coupled with later on they have some donation to be able to pay for signature collection, they were able to collect more than enough signatures to put the recall on the ballot. And the, the Chinese uh, American Democratic Club also urged the voters to support the recall. And so what was the result of, the, what's the fallout of this recall? Uh, Jenny Lan, she's a San Francisco school board member, and he was, she was not subject to the recall. Then she, she said in a statement that the election was a wake-up call. With this evening's election, we change course. We, must, we now must move for, forward to focus our energy back on our students and our schools. Well, sounds like <laughs> so straightforward, right? Don't you? Right, and uh, so she wasn't recall because she's, uh, she's too new. relatively new. Okay. Uh, was just a the recently. rule doesn't apply to him. Right uh, to her. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, it seems like the recall election is a wake-up call, and also it uh, attracted nationwide attention, as we mentioned. Even White House uh, press secretary Jen Psaki was um, asked about it, but uh, yeah, at today's uh, press conference, but uh, she declined to comment directly on this uh, recall result, but uh, emphasized Biden's support for the opening school. She said, "We understand where parents are coming from." when they want schools to be open as well. And the president recognized the mental health impact it has on kids for them not to be open. And the House Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy, who's also a um, um, representative from California, and she's, he's, he's from Central California uh, District. So he sent a statement drawing a direct connection between the school board recall in San Francisco and Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's victory in Virginia last November. And McCarthy said, last night's results follow the clear message Virginia parents sent last November, an outcry that the House Republicans has heard, have heard from constituents across the nation. And the parents deserve a say, and the children deserve a quality education. McCarthy 
uh, went on. He said, uh, "Parents are standing up to have their votes heard. Uh, their their voice heard." Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a um, lot of uh, uh, like people from both uh, the uh, both sides of the aisles actually see this border recall as a bellwether for the midterm election. The um, one of the one of the uh, Republican consultant in California, uh, just uh, oh yeah. So actually, um, so they they both uh, from the left and the right saying that uh, there's no unusual circumstances to explain away voters in one of the farthest left cities in the U.S. removing liberals from their school board, and by a landslide. So the Federalist reported it will signal that the Democratic Party's policies have been so unpopular that even left voters cannot take it anymore. And it says it also gives indication of how much Asian Americans, traditionally solid supporters of the Democratic Party, are shifting away from the party since Asian Americans are the fastest growing racial and ethnic groups in the nation, such a political shift will heavily influence America's future. And Washington Examiner uh, wrote this, uh, San Francisco recall forecasts gloomy 2022 for Democrats nationally. A Republican operative in San Francisco, uh, Sacramento, the capital of the state, uh, of state Rob uh, Stutzman, he said the liberal backlash against the progressive wokeness is real. Yeah, so it is it's kind of a super, um, really if reflect from the recent poll, uh, the most recent poll from um, Los Angeles Times done by the Institute of Governmental Studies of UC Berkeley, which is kind of left-leaning. Um, Biden's uh, job approval rating has fallen to 47%, with 48% disapproving. Biden won California in 2020 with 63.5%. Vice President Kamala Harris' rating are even worse, 38%, with 46 disapproving. And she was a former, uh, she was a, a senator from California and also former state attorney general. Mm -hmm. In the Democratic uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, who survived a recall last uh, September and is up for re-election this year, he also seen his job approval rates uh, sinking to 48%. 66% of voters in the state say he is doing a poor or very poor job handling homelessness. 51% saying the same about his handling of rising crime. 43% said that uh, the uh, same thing of handling of education. Mm -hmm. And uh, Democrat, uh, Democratic strategist in California said, uh, I have seen polls across the state that show the issue of the day is homelessness and the crime is creeping up there. And uh, he said the voters are pissed about what they are seeing every day. So what are the, uh, the Washington uh, examiners kind of uh, right-leaning, but uh, how about uh, Washington Post? It, it also reported on the San Francisco recall, saying that um, uh, the, this recall school board member is seen as too focused on racial justice. 
And uh, it says um, voters in San Francisco overwhelmingly ousted three school board members from their position Tuesday in a move fueled by failure of uh, reopening school last year and unpopular action aimed at advancing racial justice. So it says the recall election is the latest signal that voters, even in a liberal city like San Francisco, have grown frustrated with public schools during the coronavirus pandemic. It continues saying that um, education, particularly its struggles with uh, virus measures and racial justice, is expected to play a prominent role in election across the country this year. The results in San Francisco are another warning sign for the Democrats. Yep, and right after the Virginia governor election, a centralist uh, Democratic think tank political consultant, Brian uh, Stryker, he sent a memo warned that the Democrats are vulnerable on education, particularly as it relates to the perception that they favored school closings. And he wrote that uh, we should expect this backlash to continue, especially as it plays into another way where parents and the communities feel like they are losing control over their schools, in addition to the basics of even being able to decide if they are open or not. Well, this is an um, interesting development, right? Yeah, so uh, as so, we are seeing how this uh, deepest blue state, uh, the city in the deep blue state, uh, how people, you know, you know, when the issue comes really to impact their own and especially to their future, the kids, people yeah. are starting to wake up. Yeah. As you can see that this is a Chinese American hosted show and uh, yeah, and, and this, this very recall actually has a lot to do with the Chinese American, especially Chinese American um, parents who just think uh, enough is enough. If, if you recall, actually, back in Virginia, also Chinese parents were leading the effort there, right? Yeah, but I think the one significant thing is actually, for example, the uh, Chinese American Democratic Club mm -hmm. in San Francisco, mm -hmm. it's, uh, cons compo it consists mostly the first or s uh, the second generation mm -hmm. uh, Chinese Americans or Asian Americans, not the new immigrants, mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but those, these um, Chinese Americans, they born the race here in the United States. Actually, for some reason, they mostly used to be supporting the Democratic Party and the liberals. Mm -hmm. But in this board school, school board recall, they really shift the gear. Yeah. So that's something I think it's very, you know, worth noticing. Yeah, and, uh, and if, if you met those parents, they will say, they will tell you that this is also reported in the, in the, in the media, saying that uh, if we can do this in San Francisco, you can do this anywhere in this country, because this is ultra-left city, right? Right. And, uh, so I think, yeah, people see some of the issues, it really has no, it's non-partisan, right? Mm -hmm. It's really for everyday people. Okay. Yeah. All right, so what do you think? Just uh, leave your comment there and, uh, and let us know how you, how you think. This, is this encouraging news or, yeah, you think that's just okay? Okay, as you type up your comment there and uh, let's move on to the next piece of news. Quite surprising to me, okay? Mm -hmm. 
Department yeah. of Defense spend nearly well, like two billion dollars yeah. on something that they doesn't seems like they they should. But it's only half, uh, like less than half of it. They, it, you know, they should be if they just keep the um, promise or like uh, the Biden administration wants to keep its words. Actually, they need to spend at least another two billion dollars. Yeah, but we haven't talked about the issue yet. Let, let's yeah. go go to the square one. Okay, so. Um, Actually, in the Biden administration just recently announced to distribute one billion at-home testing kits to Americans for free, expecting to uh, spend four billion dollars on the shipping of the first five hundred million testing kits to the United States households. If you have ordered this uh, testing kit, you should have um, received it. Actually, I. I did mm -hmm. because uh, once the news out, you know, the people, uh, my colleague actually told me and I saying, OK, I'll just uh, uh, order it uh, from the uh, website and the USPS just uh, delivered it like last week. However, if we a lot of people don't know, including I didn't know in the first place, was that uh, where those testing kits came from and uh, how it was uh, ordered, okay? Um, so the, it turned out that the Department of Defense on January 13th announced that uh, in a coordination with the Department of Health and Human Services has awarded contracts to three companies to purchase total 380 million COVID-19 self-testing kits. So that includes the three company include Abbott Rabbit um, DX in Orlando, Florida, and another one called the iHealth Lab in Mountain View, California. And the third one is the Roche Diagnostics Corporation, very famous one in Indiana. So on its re uh, release, it only just listed the companies and the, their locations and saying this is part of the White House plan to deliver 500 million free testing kits nationwide. In the next day, uh, in the next couple of days, the Defense Department uh, official announced how much U.S. will spend on those uh, testing kits. So to the company iHealth Labs in California, it awarded a contract of uh, $1.3 billion. To Roche, uh, they got uh, $340 million. Abbott, they got $306 million. And according to Bloomberg News, the administration has signed contracts to buy a total of 420 million testing kits from seven companies. So the other four businesses seem to be oh, in the United States. They do not manufacture them because they do have the testing kits stored in warehouse. And then on January 26th, the Department of uh, Defense sent out another press release saying that uh, in you know they has awarded uh, a contract modification to one of the three big companies. It's uh, iHealth Lab to procure another additional over a hundred four million over-the-counter testing kits to support the White House's uh, uh, free testing kit plan. So again. We noticed that the major contract winner, iHealth Lab, 
It says it's in California, Mountain View, California, in Silicon Valley. But it turned out to be its American subsidiary of a China-based medical device manufacturer called Andong Health Corporation Limited. But on Department of Defense statement twice, it only listed as located in Mountain View, California. They didn't mention the China origin, right? No, not at all. Yeah, so what do you think? It's just uh, they, they don't know or they chose not to just uh, list it. Yeah, and the, this company in China, I will share with you, you know, just uh, shortly, how they just make profits on those contracts. And it's noteworthy that um, it's, 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 I should mention how this uh, federal procurement effort was done. It was led by the Defense Department's uh, Joint Program Executive Office for Chemical, Biological, Ra Radiological, and the Nuclear Defense in partnership with Department of Defense uh, Assisted Acquisition Cell, which is uh, the Army Contracting Command and uh, the Human Health Services Office of the Assistant Secretary for Preparedness and the Responses. Mm -hmm. So you can see, you know, it's a crucial um, agencies who drafted, uh, made this uh, procurement. And according to this Chinese company, Andon Health, which is uh, located in Tianjin, about uh, less than 90 miles from Beijing, mm -hmm. right? So the iHealth Lab, its subsidiary in California, got the news on January 15th that its COVID-19 antigen rapid testing kit has obtained emergency authorization news from FDA. And uh, coincidentally, on December 5th last year, the United States Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on a press conference urging the federal government should fund free at-home COVID-19 testing kits to people. Let's show that video. Today I am urging a surge of these at-home tests. They should be distributed to community health centers. They should be distributed by mobile vans and given free when a person wants a test. The more testing we have and the quicker we have, the better we can deal with Omicron. Look at this is the testing kit. Let's get them out quickly because it'll cost a lot less to get people tested now and, and stop Omicron in its tracks than it will be to delay and let it spread and spread and spread. Okay, so this video I took it from um, uh, Reuters. I think it's a fair use, but it gives particularly this a close up of the eye health lab product, the testing kit, okay? And then the CCTV state-run, uh, the Chinese Communist government's state-run TV station, CCTV Channel 2, reported Chuck Schumer's uh, press conference and showed this video, the close-up, and then Enden Health put it on its uh, WeChat account. So you can see how big of an advertisement it is. How did our... How did our uh, Senate Majority Leader make an advertisement just like that yeah. for a China-produced uh, product? Yeah, do you think it's, it's just normal for him to hold it on there and really show it, you know? So, iHealth Lab has also received many United States um, contracts on the state level. 
The company in early January said that it's uh, been working with 20 state governments and other agencies and organizations in an effort to make at-home testing more accessible. So that includes a $1.28 billion um, uh, with the Army Contracting Com Command on behalf of uh, the DHH. As in New York, it has, has secured $120 million uh, of a contract with the State Department of Health, in addition to $65.3 million in de last December. In the Commonwealth of uh, Massachusetts, it uh, secured a contract for over $148 million. So, and uh, you know, in California, I tried to find out, but uh, has not had the time to really locate it, but it has 20, you know, states, working with 20 states. So California probably is one of them as well. So let's just go kind of uh, go diving deep a little bit of this company. So this company, uh, Enden Health, actually it started as an electrical appliance company mm -hmm. back in 1995. The founder and the chairman of the board called uh, Liu Yi, last name is Liu. And uh, so in 2027, it transformed to this, uh, you know, medical uh, manufacturing. So then look at uh, the Enden Health uh, financial report. It reported that last year, the fourth quarter financial performance exceeded the sum of the last 12 years. One quarter. Listen to that. So it's 2021 annual performance. Um, and that, I, the report I found is, uh, you know, the report has not come out yet, but it's ex expected to achieve a net profit attributable to net profit of $900 million, which is uh, 1.2 billion yuan in Chinese dollar which is an increase of uh, around like 270% to f almost 400% than mm -hmm. previous year, okay? And uh, mainly because of the company's uh, new coronavirus uh, uh, antigen self-testing kit products in the United States market sales performance in 2021. It will be, it says it will be the, lar the, best, um, the best single quarterly profit which will exceed seven times of the sum of the past 12 years. Wow. Its stock, as you can imagine, it surged. And then Health on January 13th announced its um, U.S. subsidiary has signed this uh, procurement contract with the U.S. Army Contracting Command. So the next day, its stock closed at uh, 75.28 yuan per share, which is a new High record high. The company's share price rose more than 440% last year, up almost 52% since this year. In today's news on the China's uh, Security Times, it says that Enden Health um, announced uh, today that according to the delivery announcement in the contract, with the Army, U.S. Army, as of February 15th, local time in the U.S., the company's U.S. subsidiary has delivered a total of 177 million copies of eye health kits product to the contract 
counterparty, which is the U.S. Army Contracting Management Command, uh, abbreviated as ACC. And it says ACC has made cumulatively payment of a U.S. dollar of $465 million to the company's subsidiary. And all of the above payments has been received in February 16th, approximately $2.95 billion uh, RMB. And the performance of the above contract will have a positive impact on the company's operation income and operation profit in 2022, as the Security Times reported. Well, actually, there is a twist. Okay, in China, you know, when things goes, thing goes really good, there was always a, a usually have a twist. On the eve of February 14th, the company Enden Health released an announcement that the company recently received the decision on administrative supervision measures and the decision on supervisory talk measures from the Tianjin Securities Regulatory Bureau for its chairman of board Liu Yi and the secretary Wu Tong. So Wei, explain for our audience, what does that mean? The, the su supervisory talk measure. Supervisor, um, wait a second. Supervisor, they are being asked to talk by the Tianjin Security Agency, mm -hmm. right? So when in China, when they you are asked to talk, you it means you are in trouble. Mm -hmm. So why is that? The authority said that uh, in this company's announcement in early January regarding the experimental report on the performance of the new testing kit, um, Omicron, which is the testing kit that uh, United States are, is, has procured, the company only disclosed a part of its successful experimental results, but not all of the experimental results, and the disclosure information was incomplete. So how incomplete? Uh, just put it in a simple term, uh, the company explained that the, the report they actually submitted to NIH. Okay, this is a familiar agency that is show up again. So somehow NIH is administering this procurement process as well. So the report they submitted to NIH showed the iHealth COVID-19 antigen rapid test detected 100% of the active Omicron virus sample with a maximum CT value of 21.59 in the experiment. I'm not quite sure this uh, CT value, but you know, we just, it's a medical term, but just remember it just uh, uh, in its report saying that they can, the test kit can detect 100% mm. of the Omicron virus. Mm -hmm. But uh, then it later explained that the actual experimental result is um, it can test 100% uh, for the CT value of um, equal or less than 21.59, okay? But mm -hmm. for CT value uh, 22.86, it can be only that detected 60%. And for CT value more than 23.8, it completely undetectable. So in its report to NIH, it only reported, uh, listed the first part, how it can um, detect 100% of the Omicron virus variant. 
So because of that, that's according to the reports, right? So the Tianjin Security Regulatory Bureau decided to take supervision and a management measure uh, to talk to these two, two leaders of the company. They believe that they are responsible for the integrity of the information disclosed in the report. So um, how did the company re respond it responded that it was only because the regulator felt that the company's disclosure was not complete in early stage and that the company mainly did not want to make the full announcement, uh, don't want to make it too complicated and did not need to over-interpret it, they believe. Uh, but according to some of the news reports from China, it's not the first time that Endon uh, Health has played word games with information disclosure. So it showed how, you know, it uh, really kind of uh, boasting its um, contract with the United States government so that uh, it really made its uh, uh, stock price surge in last November. Actually, in November, it, uh, the company's stock received a nine limit up. And uh, in December, it gained, again got a 12 limit up. So the pr stock price just keep rising until mm -hmm. January 18th, it started to go down. Mm -hmm. Okay, I just want to provide some uh, backdrop to, to, to the company like this, this uh, uh, the company Endon Health. Endon Health yeah. Actually, with more than $1 trillion at its disposal, China's sovereignty wealth fund has over 33% of the world's total sovereignty, um, yeah, so sovereign wealth fund asset. So since five years ago, okay, 2017, much of this money has been flooding into the U.S. biotech companies as part of the CCP's Made in China 2025. So the industrial policies especially identified biotech as a strategic industry entitled to the government's financial support. So consequently, Beijing has allocated $100 billion for investment in this sector since 2017. So in the year of the next year, 2018, China invested $5.1 billion in the U.S. biotech companies, which is 25% increase over the previous year. In the 2019, half of China's uh, investment in the United States was in health, pharmaceuticals, and the biotechnology sectors. Uh, let's skip 2020, which is the pandemic year. In the 2021, the number of filing for FDA approval by Chinese drug makers were, was the highest it has ever been. Okay, and then there's a... Uh, there, there's a California, there's a company called the Beijing, okay, Beijing, B-E-I-Jing, it's just like a G-E-N-E, okay. That, that's a San Mateo-based company, but actually it's a Chinese it's, it's, it's company that came from China, okay. So they acquired the, a company called Complete Genomics, which is a California-based company, hear me out, that holds the generic information of U.S. citizens. They were bought, okay. And... Um, and they, they were bought by this Beijing Genomics Institute, which is BGI. And uh, much of the CCP's infiltration of the U.S. bio and medical industries is aided by, actually, U.S. citizens and even the government, which is the example that Kathy just showed you. The, the Endem Health Corporation just received 
three billion dollars contract from the U.S. Army Contracting Command. Can you believe that? So anyway, so United States is、uh, expect to blacklist a number of the Chinese biotech firms. I hope they do faster in the near future. Meanwhile, numerous Chinese biotech firms are operating in the United States while gathering the gene genetic data of the American citizens. Well, so in keeping with the CCP's military dash civil fusion strategy, the PLA. The People's Liberation Army is involved in biotech research to develop bioweapons that target specific ethnic groups, and this is really hideous、uh, agenda. And then, but it's being, you know, it's it's being carried out by just this kind of open and、uh, biotech investment and、uh, biotech ventures. So this is basically what we face. All right. And、uh, just a little backdrop here about that、uh, the the Endent company. Remember, they have a product called iHealth,、mm -hmm. and、uh, the it, subsidiary. Yeah, let's just roll the timeline a little bit,、uh, back a little bit. In the December of the last year, okay, just three months ago,、uh, Tim Cook, the CEO of the Apple,、um, that's this piece of news. He reported reportedly secretly, okay, signed a deal. Estimated to be worth more than one hundred seventy-five billion dollars, with Chinese officials allegedly promised Apple would do its part to develop China's economy and biologically uh, biotechnology technological uh, progress uh, 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 prowess. So Tim Cook reportedly forged a five-year agreement with the CCP, which has not been、um, previously reported. And、uh, during the first of the series of in-person visit Tim Cook made to 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 China in 2016, to quash a sudden burst of the regulatory actions against Apple's business. All right. So the source said that before the meetings, Apple executives were scrambling to salvage the company's relationship with the Chinese go、uh, government, which believed that the company was not contributing enough to the local economy. This is also you know the, 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 always the excuse. Okay, they use this to, okay. To just、uh, reign any foreign companies. So if you want to, if you want to make money in China, make our money, and then you ha you have to contribute to our country. The,、mm -hmm. the, the typical、uh, rhetoric. So Apple announced the investment of one、uh, billion dollars in that trip to in the DD DD Chuxing, which is the China's well Uber. So shortly after, Cook, along with Apple COO Jeff Williams and government of、uh, affairs lead Lisa Jackson. Allegedly met senior government officials in Zhongnanhai, the central compound of the CCP, alright, central committee, and then reportedly he promised to use more components from Chinese suppliers in Apple's device, and he signed deals with Chinese software firms and to, and to collaborate on the technology with the Chinese universities and directly invested in Chinese China Chinese tech companies. And he also promised to invest many billions of dollars more than his current expenditures in China, including on new retail stores, research and、uh, development facilities, and the renewable energy projects. See, money, money really, how to say? Yeah, but bring a lot of people to their knees. Yeah, because this company, <coughs> I Health Lab, and by under the Andan Health, they.、Uh, Good part of its、uh, business are related to、uh, the Apple,、mm -hmm. the iPhone, iPad,、um, things like that. So whether it's 
directly related to the contract that Tim Cook signed with the Chinese government. We don't know, but uh, these are all related information. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as the as the how does it those those uh, businesses are making those type of deals, secret deals, and uh, we keep exposing them. Right. Time goes by, and uh, when all the, those things are all exposed, then it's it's, it's hard for the for those uh, secret deal to take effect. And in the meantime, just think about that. Today we told you that the Department of Defense, okay, claimed that they they spent one point trillion, one point three, one point three billion dollars on the California company. Yeah. And uh, no, it's a Chinese company. The parent company is a Chinese company. Yeah, I don't, you know, what do you think? They don't know it's a Chinese subsidiary. You know, you, you, you can make a guess. But um, it's, I think it, people would be disappointed to see how, you know, the taxpayer money is spent on this type of company. And uh, in addition, actually, I don't know, it probably it hap it's happening in other states of the country as well. In California now, people can just go to those drugstores to get a free N95 masks. And where does those N95 masks came from? My coworker said she went, you know, to a drugstore nearby her home, and uh, she can get like three of them without any cost. But she said those N95 masks without any um, like uh, packaging or. In, like indicating where which company manufactured it, where it's come from. Mm -hmm. So you know, people just she was just uh, suspecting whether it's also from China. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. So the CCP they they send us the virus and then ask them, uh, ask us to pay for the mask and all the gears. It's just um, okay. The chef said, "Are you coming to CPAC this year? If so, please find uh, Moms for America where." They teach liberty begins in the home. The president, Kimberly Fletcher, would love to speak with you. 5,000-year leap book. book. Sure. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Hi, yeah. Chef. Yes, we're going. Yeah, if Chef, if you can just uh, send us an email, so, you know, to connect us. Yeah, so I will, will just, uh, you can see the email on our screen. Mm. Yeah. Really? Yep. Okay. And... Uh, um, also, I think, you know, the last twist of this company uh -huh. I just shared, I think, I don't know how way you take it. I think, on one hand, this company did not really, ex like, uh, disclose full information, if it's, it's, it seems it's the fact. How come our, you know, federal agencies just went ahead and awarded such a big contract to them? Then, uh, second thought is, um, maybe, it would be like a second uh, uh, Alibaba, mm -hmm. right? Because they are making a lot of money now. So the Chinese Communist government starting to uh, find its fault and trying to uh, do something to restrict it. It's also possible. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Uh, actually, I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm replying <laughs> to Chef's uh, okay. question. She's asking, where's the, what is the email? Oh, email. Okay. Yeah, on the screen it said, but I will, will just type it here yeah. for you. Sorry about that. I just, uh, I missed Kathy's okay. question. My question is, uh, you know, how this uh, company is just now regulated. It just happened a couple of days ago, right? They mm -hmm. are being regulated by the uh, local security bureau. Mm -hmm. I think one possibility is they truly you know, had, 
kind of just um, not fully disclosed information, mm. right? But for that, I think it's uh, also United States government's um, um, what's on fault. their mind. Basically. Yeah, what's on? The, how how could they just uh, award award such a con big contract to? The company not fully disclosed its mm -hmm. information, but and the second thought is, uh, would it could it also be possible? It's just like uh, another Alibaba or Didi Chuxing, mm -hmm. is that uh, the Chinese Communist government starting to uh, regulate it because they are making a lot of money now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, make the government feel that they are walking out of the line. So anyway, so so I, I think with the information today, I think you should you should just write to your congressional rep representatives and asking them what's going on here. Okay, spend yeah. one point three billion dollars. They're gonna spend more. Yeah. Because it's only less than half of the one billion mm -hmm. testing kits. Yeah. There, so I don't know in, in our audience have you already. You also, mm. you ordered? Did you receive them? You know, I did so that because I just wanted to see what it, how it looks like, mm. right? And it turned out to be, you know, okay. like this. And Mark Summer, you said, please, please leave a like for this great content. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Mark. Yeah, please, uh, if you can. Uh, yeah, because uh, our channel just kept uh, being deleted, uh, the subscribers. Yeah. So if you can, you know, just make sure you subscribe again. Mm -hmm. Someday I, w I think we should show people that uh, what is that, what's the trend line of our subscription? <laughs> Unbelievable, starting a certain day. Everything just is strictly flat, completely flat. And the flat under the water, so they, they chip away some, some um, subscribers every, every single day. You think about this, this, this show, right? Different day, different rhythm, different type of uh, issues. And, uh, the subscription always stay at flat, flat line. Uh, by yeah. statistics, it's impo impossible. Anyway, but uh, yeah, good that we have you with us. And, yeah, uh, so please uh, share with, uh, you can send us your email so that we can keep in contact. We haven't really doing a lot of emailing because, um, yeah, we are just very short-handed, but just in, in, in case, you know, so that we can keep in contact if anything happens. Mm -hmm. And uh, also I see Ting Ting said, I finally get back into my SafeChat account. Okay. Yeah, so this is another venue so that you can always uh, keep in contact, like follow our channel. Yep. So, yeah, please. Um, yeah, also, uh, just uh, copied some information on the SafeChat channel because uh, people are asking Lewis about the you know the way to combat the the virus mm -hmm. and uh, Lewis shared that with me before so I'm just uh, put, providing here but probably it's not good to put on the Safe uh, the YouTube so please look into the SafeChat account. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you very much for staying with us. Yeah, and uh, take care. We'll see you on Friday. Yes. All right. All right. Good night. Good night.